happy Masters Week. My name is Cooper Torres. I am your host here on the High Handicappers Club podcast. I'm excited to be here. Uh, excited to talk through a number of items with you all. Um, opening music, that was Azalea by Louis Armstrong and Duke Ellington. For obvious reasons, uh, I'm not sure if we're going to see Azaleas this week. Kind of a strange uh, year for the Masters. Obviously canceled in April, rescheduled for this week in November. Um, But word on the street is that we could still have some Azaleas. There are um, a little bit of a history lesson here. We'll back up. The property that the Masters is located on uh, was carved out of a 365-acre farm uh, or a nursery called the Fruitland Nursery. Uh, and with that being said, there have always been uh, a lot of you know wonderful plants, trees located on that property. Uh, word on the street is that there could be some azaleas. Um, you know, we have always heard that there's kind of some folk tales around the property of Augusta, tricks that they pull, and this could definitely be the case this year. Uh, if they were to plant some specific type of azaleas that are known to bloom uh, in the late late year, so we'll we'll have to see. Jury's still out. Um, let's let's run through a few different items here today. We're going to kind of start off as you know, the first ever first ever episode of the High Handicappers Club. Really, let's start out with this. Why, why the name? Uh, you know, we have, and by we, I mean, uh, we'll have a few different guests kind of rotating throughout this podcast, but, you know, the High Handicappers Club name really was born out of a group of guys who love golf, but uh, if we're being truthful, uh, aren't that good at golf. Uh, there's a lot of golf content out there from guys that, uh, really know the game really well and play the game at a high level. Uh, that's just not me. Uh, if I'm being honest, I, I mean, I've grown up around the game and I really enjoy the game, uh, but I'm not a scratch golfer by any means. Uh, but I do love and appreciate the game, love to watch it, love the architecture aspect of things. Um, so the High Handicappers Club was born. Uh, and again, we'll kind of have some guests here in and out of the show uh, as we try to get this done on a weekly basis. Let's kind of switch topics here. Let's go through uh, just a little bit of a Masters preview. I mean, there's a ton that could happen this year, as there always is. There are kind of the the standard favorites, right? I mean, you've got Bryson and all of his, um, I don't know if you'd say wonder, uh, intrigue. Um, I mean, if he, if he were to somehow win this year, uh, I think it would only it would only change the game further right I mean you would have more guys who would be more interested in how he's currently going about the game uh, you have DJ who's just consistently playing so well right now you have John Rahm uh, just a consistent uh, weekend and week out um, you've got JT you've got Rory you've got Xander Brooks uh, Cantlay um, those are really kind of the top, I would say eight in my mind. Uh, then you've got kind of the next group of guys that are maybe 
unsung, haven't won a major yet. Um, I mean, I would put potentially Jason Day in that top category as well, as I've kind of got the odds in front of me here. Um, you know, kind of the next category, you've got Hideki, Tyrrell Hatton, um, of course, Colin, fresh off of his PGA Championship. Uh, Matthew Wolf, I think it's talked about. He's kind of the biggest liability for Vegas right now. I think he was 150 to 1 at one point a few months ago. Um, kind of further down the list, you've got Ricky, uh, Scotty Scheffler, um, Phil, kind of in the middle of that group. I don't expect, I don't expect a whole lot from Phil this week. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of honestly who I could see really making a good run this week. Um, we'll get to bets here toward the end of the show, but those would be kind of my faves. Uh, and let's talk about, uh, you know, kind of the elephant in the room here, which is Tiger. Uh, I'm one of the biggest Tiger guys you'll ever meet. Uh, I love, absolutely love watching Tiger Woods play golf and love watching him win. I really think a top 20 is as good as a result as we could hope for this week. Um, I mean, you know what, he's played six times this year, uh, really has played well once or twice. Um, I just do not see him in his in good form right now. Um, yes, he knows the course so well, he can think his way around the golf course maybe better than anyone in this scenario, uh, but I really just don't think he's got it in him. And I, I, trust me, I would love if he were to, have proved, to prove me wrong and, and uh, win back-to-back Masters. That would be absolutely incredible. Um, but, I, I mean, if you're looking at kind of who is maybe, I wouldn't say expected to win, but to make a really good run, I mean, I think, Bryson, DJ Brooks, uh, Xander. Those are kind of your top guys. I think this is a good segue. Let's kind of move into a few bets for the week here. I I love to bet on golf. Super fun. You've got so much statistics uh, to look into. Course history, especially this week in tournament history. Um, I utilize uh, a site called datagolf.com. Uh, they're incredible, do a really, really nice job. I think one of the big call-outs with Data Golf is that even those guys would tell you that it's extremely hard to put statistics around golf because it's such a difficult sport. It's unlike most sports that maybe historically we could choose different bets and win a certain amount of time. That's just not the case in golf. Um, we'll run down the list here. I, I have a handful of bets that I really like this week. These are really based on odds. These aren't necessarily based on exactly who I think's going to, uh, you know, play well. Or I mean, I, I I believe in all of these bets. I don't. I bet a lot on the number and not necessarily on the actual bet. So uh, I really like Jason Day plus thirty three hundred right now. Um, I also really like Xander at plus fourteen hundred. Those are the only two guys I have uh, bets to win this week. Uh, I. I tend to stay away from the winning bets in golf. I think they're harder statistically. Um, What I do like this week are the first-round leader bets. Um, Again, really taking into account uh, some data golf statistics as well as course history. I like Bryson, uh, Kepka. I also like 
Finau, Cantlay, and Xander. I think these all have some really good potential to lead after the first round. Um, I use DraftKings a lot. They have really the, I think, the most uh, diverse golf betting options. Uh, so another couple bets I really like this week are top 10 after round one, Kucher and Adam Scott. You look at those guys in particular and their history of playing the Masters, especially over the last couple years, they've consistently played really well. Along the heels of that, I also really like um, those two as well as, um, or actually, I'm sorry, for top 20, uh, to finish top 20 for the whole tournament, I like Kucher and I like Siwoo Kim. Um, Siwoo Kim's played at the Masters the last two years, played really, really well. Another option on DraftKings is a top 40 bet. Uh, this is kind of uh, a hedging bet, if you will, but if you make the, if your guys make the cut, they've got really good options here. For Kucher, top 40 minus 136 on DraftKings. For Siwoo Kim, top 40, you've got plus 110. And another guy I really like who kind of consistently is a top, really a top 25, top 30 guy, Kevin Kisner, uh, top 40 at minus 110. Uh, and then a couple uh, additional bets for you all. Uh, the miscut bet. Um, these are the four guys I kind of look at that I, I think you've kind of been back and forth this year a little bit. Um, Let's start with Mickelson. Uh, I think Phil's kind of at the end of his game on the tour. I mean, he's obviously, you know, had some good success on the Champions Tour the couple times he's played this year. But when you look at his play uh, over the last handful of months on uh, the PGA Tour, it really has not been great. I know there's a lot of Mickelson magic at Augusta, um, but I do like his odds to miss the cut at plus 140. I also like uh, Brendan Todd's odds to miss the cut at plus 110 uh, and Kevin Na at plus 120. If you're looking to maybe potentially hedge the Kucher bets of top 40 and top 20, his odds to, to uh, miss the cut are plus 165. So some good odds there if you want to do a little bit of hedging. One other kind of prop bet that I've enjoyed over the last handful of weeks is uh, a lot of sports books offer uh, the opportunity to place a bet on the winning or the winner not being in the last group. Uh, I think it's hit three out of the last four weeks. Again, you have so many guys, you know, that are going to be a couple strokes behind in the second or third group uh, or second or third to last groups. Uh, they're going to have a chance to post a low score out there and end up winning. The, those odds are typically somewhere around plus 140, plus 150, depending on the sports book that you're looking at. Um, so I would say definitely kind of look into that one if you're interested in a little bit of a fun prop on Sunday. Let's jump into uh, the TV coverage schedule. So we've talked through a little bit of a preview. We've talked through... Uh, some different bets to look at. If we look at the TV coverage, which um, you know, I think in a weekend, week out world, uh, to be honest with you, it's not great. Uh, TV coverage in golf, they don't do an awesome job with. I think that's a whole whole other conversation. But uh, for this week, as expected, they're going all out. You know, we've got streaming options on Masters.com. 
we also have uh, streaming options on ESPN Plus, I believe, with featured groups. Um, if you are looking at just strictly uh, the TV streaming options, you've got on Thursday and Friday, they're going to mirror each other. Uh, you've got from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. on, or I'm sorry, 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Time on ESPN. Um, and then you have, let's see here, you've got 1 to 5.30 uh, on ESPN as well. So uh, again, that's Thursday, Friday with streaming options on ESPN Plus and Masters.com. On Saturday, you're going to have college game day uh, live from Augusta, uh, which will probably be a, a pretty cool setup. Obviously, uh, with COVID, you know they're they're uh, kind of pulling out all the stops here, which I think is uh, is going to work out well for everybody, uh, especially those who uh, maybe casual golf fans but want to tune in along with watching some college football. So for the third round, uh, you're going to have Golf Channel, uh, 9 to 1 p.m., third round coverage uh, on CBS, 1 to 5, uh, and then some bonus coverage on Golf Central on the Golf Channel. Sunday, I believe, is going to be very similar. Um, so you've got, yeah, you've got uh, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. full final round coverage on CBS. Again, bonus coverage afterwards on Golf Channel. So uh, some really good options overall there for TV coverage. Um, I'll be looking forward to seeing how the TV coverage plays out, uh, but obviously extremely excited about it. Um, a couple final notes here. Uh, last Masters note, I know, you know, I think a lot of people are looking for some sort of like a Masters pool uh, that they can get into. I highly recommend Tradition Time. Um, I've, uh, I've joined into this pool, I think, probably the last five or ten years. TraditionTime.com, uh, I believe the Masters option is like right on the top uh, of the page. They break it out in a really, really fun way. Um, I, I think like a lot of pools, you have to choose between different sections of golfers. So like in this case, you do world golf rankings, uh, 1 to 5, 6 to 12, 13 to 24, 24 to 44, or 25 to 44, 45 plus, and then an amateur. And then the scoring um, is pretty simple. Round 1 and round 2, you do 1 point per stroke under par. Round three, two points per stroke under par, five points for making the cut, and then minus a half a point for every stroke over par. Sunday, you get bumped to two and a half points per stroke under par, 11 points for the winner, five points for the amateur, and minus half a point for every stroke over par. Um, so again, uh, just a cool format and... Um, yeah, the, the guy who runs that pool will update it uh, in live time on the website. So again, I, I highly recommend that if you don't currently have a master's pool option. We'll kind of get into the last segment that we'll run through today, and then we'll switch this up on a weekly basis. But um, for uh, content, and I, I really enjoy a lot of golf content, as I've mentioned uh, at the beginning of the podcast here. Um, I know there's a lot of popular ones out there. The ones that I have kind of looked at or read or watched in the last week, 
um, would be obviously the no laying up guys do an incredible job with their tour sauce video series. Uh, they're running through Oregon right now. Um, I think episode five came out last Tuesday. Um, and I think that was on pack dunes, Pacific dunes in, in, uh, at the Bandon resort in Bandon dunes. Uh, I think they're coming out with an episode every Tuesday at seven o'clock central time. So highly recommend that. Um, the fried egg, um, Fried Egg focuses a lot on golf course architecture in particular. They put out an architecture newsletter that's really well done if you're interested in that at all. Um, I think they tweeted it out as well as uh, it's just on their website, thefriedegg.com. And then Twitter. Um, If you don't follow Will Gray, highly recommend. He's a great Twitter follow, especially for Masters Week. Uh, Already put out. Uh, a handful of really helpful items this morning. Um, the, just one that I think is of note. Uh, you have a just because of the the reschedule this year. We have you know a few players that have been consistent. You know, top ten, top twenty guys this year that aren't playing just based on uh, the qualifications. You've got Victor Hovland, Harris English, uh, I believe Ryan Palmer, and. There was one other that I know I'm forgetting. Oh, Daniel Berger. Um, so again, four guys that have played really, really well this year um, that we won't see um, this week at the Masters. We will see them next April, um, but kind of a bummer that we won't see those guys, especially Victor. Um, I think Victor finished top 35 last year, uh, technically as an amateur. Um, so I was excited to kind of see him take on the course again, especially after a full season under his belt. But um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see Victor in plenty more masters of that. I am sure. Um, that's all we have for today. Uh, I wanted to keep it short and sweet. Uh, any questions, uh, any comments that you have, uh, feel free to shoot us an email, uh, high handicappers club at gmail.com. Also, uh, have the start of an Instagram. So we'll be updating that as best as possible. Um, but again, I'm your host, Cooper Torres, uh, excited to, to kick this off and, um, yeah, hope everybody has a great master's week. Such a fine spring day down Louisiana way with fragrance divine, oh baby, and such magnificent regalia, oh so fine, Azalea. Oh, what a lovely sight. In red and pink and white Can't help but believe That nothing evil can assail you So naive
Azalea You at ease on the knees of the moss-covered trees Whose tops met to make on high Ceiling in the church-like pump Of a cypress swamp I've yet to get that same strange feeling I've got to go back there And find that blossom fair I'll always dream of Cause with you who could be a failure My first love Azalea back there and find that blossom fair I always dream of cause with you who could be a failure my first love My very first love, ba ba Azalea.